For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Leela Siskind. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover the win streak of Princeton women's basketball, changes to Princeton Public Schools administration, the state of Virginia's decision on legacy admissions, and the prison sentencing of Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan. It's Wednesday, January 31st. For the second time since the start of the season, the Princeton women's basketball team has been ranked 25th in the Associated Press and Coaches Top 25 poll. This comes amid a win streak of 10 games for the team. To hear more about the team's successes, we spoke with staff sports writer Tate Hutchins. I'm Tate Hutchins. I'm a first-year class of 2027, and I'm an associate sports editor for the Prince. So in your article, you talk about how Princeton women's basketball has been ranked again in the top 25 in the AP news rankings. Can you talk a little bit more about what this means for the team Yeah, for sure. So for those kind of unfamiliar with the rankings, basically the way they determine how good teams are is they take the top 25 teams and rank them 1 through 25 each week as an indicator for who the top teams are to look out for and what big games are. And so Princeton's back in the top 25 this week at 25 after sweeping the Ivy League so far. They've won their first five games by a pretty large margin in each one. So they've made it back into the top 25, which has good implications for them going back to March Madness. Last year, they did make it to March Madness after winning the Ivy and won their first round game against NC State. So the odds are looking good for them again this year, being ranked in the top 25 of both getting a better seed and kind of a better first round matchup now because of kind of their Ivy success. Great. And are there any players that we should be looking out for? Yeah, for sure. A big one over their last few games has been Madison St. Rose. She's a guard who won Ivy Rookie of the Year last year, uh, is a sophomore now and has been shooting a lot better and is the leading scorer right now, uh, averaging about 16 points per game. And another couple are Kaylin Chen, who won Ivy Player of the Year last year, uh, has been a senior and kind of been one of the main leaders of the team. Uh, and a point guard, she's kind of been running their offense and making passes to kind of set up their scheme on offense. And also another senior is Ellie Mitchell, who's also been kind of leading the team. And she's been their, their main forward and has been averaging uh, over 10 rebounds a game and really helping them on the defensive end. Those have been kind of their big three across their run. So far, they've won 10 in a row and have been averaging against Ivy opponents. They've averaged 28 points, winning by 28 points each game. So it's definitely been a good start to the Ivy season for them. You can read more of Hutchins' reporting at dailyprincetonian.com or at the link in our show notes. In local news, the assistant principal at Princeton High School, Nicole Montuano-Luxamana, has resigned from her position. Luxamana will be succeeded by Laura Friedman. Luxamana's resignation will be effective March 11th. Friedman, who has taught math at Princeton High School since 2008 and was appointed high school assistant principal in September of last year, will be reassigned to her post on March 12th. A Princeton Board of Education meeting held yesterday evening confirmed Friedman's transition towards a tenure-track position of PHS assistant principal. In national news, yesterday, the state of Virginia's House of Delegates unanimously approved a bill to eliminate legacy-based preferences at public universities within the state. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's office indicated that he would sign the bill, stating that he, quote, believes admission to Virginia's universities and colleges should be based on merit. The law would take effect on July 1st, meaning that the class of 2029 would be the first to be impacted by the decision. The debate about legacy admissions has been a topic of discussion on Princeton's campus following the Supreme Court overturn of affirmative action. Contributing opinion columnist from the Prince, Sarah Park, wrote a piece in early January on the positive aspects of legacy admissions, noting that, quote, legacy admissions contribute to maintaining the tradition and culture of Princeton. In international news, former Prime Minister of Pakistan, Imran Khan, has been sentenced to 10 years in prison following a closed court hearing. He is charged with exposing state secrets by waiving a confidential document during a rally. 
The case is known as the Cypher case, as Khan was accused of leaking a diplomatic cable written by a Pakistani ambassador regarding a meeting with the U.S. State Department. Khan has repeatedly alleged that the Pakistani government conspired with the U.S. to remove him from power. Both Pakistani and U.S. officials denied these claims. Hours after the sentencing, three members of Khan's party, the Pakistan Tariq-e-Insaf, were killed and several others were injured by an explosion in the Balochistan province. The Pakistani parliamentary election is scheduled to be held on February 8th, and this conviction will further sideline Khan. In a statement posted on X, he urged Pakistanis to, quote, take revenge for every injustice by their vote on February 8th while remaining peaceful. Today, you can expect cloudy conditions with a high of 41 and a low of 32 degrees Fahrenheit. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode is written by Nivan, Demija, and me, sound engineered by Vitus LaRue, and produced under the 148th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Leela Siskind. Have a wonderful day.